Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> and here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. to the second episode of Comic Book Bullies, and I can finally say welcome back because this is finally a second episode and not the first we were starting off with, uh, yep. associated with Outright Geekery and nobody else, just yes. Outright Geekery. Yes, we're back. We're back, finally. We're, we're uh, bad. I, You're black and I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new slogan. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so uh, let everybody know who haven't heard this podcast before. I am the steam host Leroy, and this is my steam co-host Eli. What's up? Okay, and yeah, we are finally back. We just want to make sure we just have some good news. Uh, Eli, nobody died. That's that's a good thing. So, that is, well, that is good sure, news. I'm pretty sure somebody died, but you know, no one we give a shit about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from there. Suck that way. <laughs> So yeah, so you know, like I said, we had a, a, a kind of like a slow week this week. It's kind of like the calm before the storm because we know next week we've got some big nerd news coming out. But as of right now, I've, I've been I've been listening to some music lately. Oh yeah, just, yeah, I've been listening to some music. Uh, Jay Z just dropped, finally put out his thirteenth album he's made in like the last twenty years or so. And I know it's a nerd podcast, technically geek podcast, so I'm not gonna go into too much detail. But just wanted to just give some some uh, quick references to the album. Uh, Eli, I'm liking the album. Here's the thing: the album to me feels like grown man rap. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. Because this guy, this guy is oh, he's in his late 40s. He's almost 50 now, so he can't rap about the same stuff he rapped about 20 years ago, or rap about the same stuff these you know new kids are rapping about in that new, you know 18 or 19 year old. I mean, it's it's different, man. Like he's matured when he's rapping. So, and that's the thing about rap. Like for instance, okay, this guy is like in his forties and fifties and a lot of rappers try to rap in the forties and fifties, but that never works for some reason. Uh, by the time you hit 30 as a rapper, you're done. You're out. Move on. Time for the new kids coming. So you always get this arrested development going on where you kind of just like it's running in circles. Where you always talk about the same stuff, like you're always talking about guys partying and wearing a lot of chains and going to the strip club. And they've talking about this stuff for like 40 fucking years. Okay, talk about something else, man. Talk about stuff that grown people do. Talk So so Jay-Z is on the album talking about his kids, you know, his family, you know, financial wealth <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh, he got, okay. Has he got beef with his kids? Is he, <laughs> is he dissing his kids and shit? <laughs> yeah, he got to that point. You know, that's probably going to be on the next album or something when he gets to that point. <laughs> but yeah, it was just refreshing. It was like, wow, it's weird to hear, you know, this type of stuff in rap. It's, it's interesting. It's not the same old stuff. This is actually what an adult sounds like when they're rapping. So I'm like, okay, that's I, I appreciate that. So uh, and yeah, I got some nice stuff in there. Like the first uh, the first song is called Kill Jay Z, oh, and it's shit. not what you think it's about. It's actually about the song. It's about like 
the the persona of Jay-Z, like the person that he's created this whole year to become what he needs to be, needs to die in order for him to die so he can grow to be the next, you know, stage, next stage of his life. And I'm like, wow, that's okay. That's pretty deep, you know. Uh, got a song in there, uh, a, 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 uh, bringing his mom out the closet, said his mom was a lesbian. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, so I'm like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. So he's like really exposing stuff in there. Like I said, not going to go into much detail in it. Whoever's out there who can get your hands on it. Now, that's actually what I wanted to talk about, how you can get your hands on this album. That is really irking my chain right now because I can't buy this album. You can't buy the album anywhere. What the the hell? only way to get the album is to subscribe to Title. That's it. So you can't go to Best Buy. I can't buy the album. Can't go to another website, download the album. Just, just I just want to just pay my money, not subscribe to anything. You can't do that. You got two ways: you either subscribe to Title or you have to be a Sprint member. I who the <laughs> fuck subscribes to Sprint? I don't fuck with Sprint, man. Look, I got a good plan for Rise, and they got unlimited minutes right now. I am not switching i don't care i'm sticking with who i am right now so you got to make me jump through all through who's all these hoops just to get this album i just want to get this album and that's it see this is the problem with music right now while music is suffering because ever since they transferred over to this uh this this streaming site like you got spotify you got music you got title you got yeah i know i'm gonna rant i don't give a fuck i'm gonna go on there you got all these artists and all this music in different places i just want it in one fucking place at least let me go to the store and buy this shit a lot of this music you can't even buy in the stores anymore i can't just go buy a cd and it's it i can't even yeah. go online and download a cd anymore nobody knows and what cds want... are the kids don't know what cds are cds that's true but at least i want the option and i know i'm the last person to say this shit because i know last year i ran it about digital is the future and i get <laughs> digital is the future but at the same time have digital in one fucking place I don't have to go. It's like it's like with with uh with Netflix. You got Netflix. You got Hulu. You got Amazon Prime. You got uh uh other stuff. So you got different stuff all over the place. When I just want one subscription, look, I'm subscribed to Title. Uh, uh, not not Title. Fuck Title. Uh, Spotify. <laughs> I pay ten dollars a month for Spotify, and that's it. I'm not paying a dollar more for any fucking thing I set there. So if it's on Apple Music, fuck Apple Music. If it's on Title, fuck Title. If it's not on Spotify, it doesn't exist to me. I don't listen to it. Same thing with Netflix. I don't give a fuck what's on Amazon Prime. I don't give a fuck what uh is on any other shit out there. If it's not on Netflix, well, like Hulu or whatever like that. If it's not on Netflix, I don't give a fuck. I'm not paying extra money for this other shit. Put it on one platform, that's it. Or at least unify them some kind of way. Because I'm not going to pay, I'm not going to pay $30 a month just to listen to music. And, and and TV shows and that's it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. It's, I got too much other shit I gotta pay for. I got comic books to pay for. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Com- oh. On Comicology, on Marvel Unlimited. On- right. <laughs> Fuck all that shit, man. That's the same thing. I'm like. <laughs> and if I do switch over, that means the other one's gonna go. So I can't look at. Uh, look, I'm subscribed to Marvel Unlimited right now. I read Marvel Unlimited every fucking. Day. I read about four or five comic books on that shit, man. Just, if I see some, if I see Squirrel Girl on there or Spider Gwen, I'm reading that fucking shit. I don't care. I'm paying for it, so I'm gonna fucking read. It. I don't care. <laughs> so I'm looking at this shit and I'm looking at Comicsology. They just released that unlimited shit, and I'm like, should I go to Comicsology? I don't know, but I got Marvel Unlimited over here. Then I'm looking at the list of Comicsology. They don't have anywhere near the same shit that Marvel Unlimited got. We got Comicsology. Like we have over. 
1,000 Marvel comics. I'm like, the fuck? Dude, I read 1,000 last year on Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> I'm not going to switch over to this shit over here with all this other bullshit you got. No. Now, if they ever get DC, then I'm going to start have to start thinking. If DC ever goes uh, 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 Unlimited, unlimited also, yeah. Yeah. they haven't done it yet. And I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, this is the future. Catch up with the future. Yeah, that's, but, why, that's why their sales are so good. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's the only way to buy their shit. You guys got to go to the store and buy it. <laughs> oh, well, that was a long rant. Nobody died yet, right? No. Okay, but, so make but, sure hey, but, but, but just for it, since the, it's, we're the, it's comic book shit and geek shit, can, can we connect Jay-Z to some geeky shit? Oh, uh, probably could have fired. Does, does he rap about anything geeky? Did he ever rap about besides the hard knock life from Annie? Or... <laughs> did he? I think he did. No, no, that was Benny Siegel. That's right. Uh, Jay Z rapped about. Oh, yeah, he did. What was the name of that song? What was the name of that song? Uh, it was one song on not the Black Album, but the album before the Black Album when he said he retired, where he rapped. Every verse he was rapping about a certain superhero, like Superman's alive. One verse he was Superman. One verse he was Incredible Hulk. I think one verse he was Spider Man, and that was like the whole, you know, gist of the song. And he was kind of relating himself as a superhero. Well, that's I cool. I can't remember the name of the song, but well, that, you'll know it if you hear it. Okay. Well, well, that should that be our outro song then today? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I will, before this end of the show, I will find the song. But guess what? The only way to get the fucking song is to go to title. <laughs> well, fuck that. fuck that shit then. Yeah, fuck JC. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, now, uh, now we move on to the next portion of the show. We're going to talk about the uh, box office, which we always talk about. And these are some slobber knocker numbers going on right now. Oh, uh, Eli, we got some numbers, baby. We have numbers. <laughs> and I'm going to break these things down in just a second. So let's see what we have here. I forgot it was Sunday for a second. But anyway. Uh, number one, claiming his top spot again, or actually for the first time is, no, actually this is new. This is new. Uh, number one is Despicable Me. Oh, okay. That makes yeah, sense. Which you kind of figured that. I, honestly, I've never seen any of these movies. Well, my kid likes them. My, my daughter loves I didn't lo- know they made a third. Those. Yeah, I did, yeah, there's a new one, which means I'll, I'll have to see it at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know they made a second one. I thought it was like more of them than that. I was like, okay, And they make the, the minions. Fuck. They got those spinoffs with the little... I thought just it was all the same thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, 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 you know, shit. It's just all shared, shared universe, man. It's the oh, thing these man. days. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, they, but they're doing it right. It's all Disney, so they're the only ones that can do this shit right. So, uh, Number two is Baby Driver. No shit. I, you know what? I want to see that. And I haven't oh, gotten around. What, what, what is that about? That's Edgar Wright's new movie. He it's about some like uh he's like a like a driver, like a getaway driver for like robbers and shit. He goes on robberies and drives cars and shit. So it's like driver, only he's young. I don't know. It looks cool. It's supposed to be good too. That's what I hear. Okay. Hey, you you saw me Edgar Wright. That's yeah. All. yeah. Edgar Wright doesn't <laughs> know how to make bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> Even he half-ass on Ant- Ant-Man. You could tell the, the good shit on Ant-Man that was his. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, the movie just got interesting. Like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, uh, and now number three, we have uh, Transformers The Last Night. And wow. So yeah, drop two uh, spots, huh? I, th- I think the world is starting to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> These movies are shit, you know? <laughs> uh, it was big in China at one time because the movie because China actually co-financed the last movie. 
Now this movie here, no just, China's involved with in it, and they're just like. And even with, and even with China involved, you think they would like get better? Like they would actually be get good at something? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think getting China involved, they're like, oh, we have China, so fuck it, we can just do well, it. It's want. like what the hell? Like, I mean, it's the thing that Michael Bay's making the same shitty movie over and over. And it's like, but if, if the same shitty movie goes a billion every year, why should it get better? But doesn't he listen to like? I guess he well he's not listening to critics obviously because he's making the shitty movie. But it's like does he actually think they're good movies? Like does he like watching this shit? Like <laughs> hey, no. Here's the thing. Michael Bay is a good director. These movies are shitty. Whenever he yeah. does another movie, they're actually pretty good movies. So yeah. it's like when he do these movies, it's like I'm gonna just make some easy money, just you know, just collect a paycheck and just blow up shit and just fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. You know. Film, film, he, film some battle destroyers on the water and some yeah, helicopters. And you, I mean, they'll just add everything in later. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I got a, I got a trailer full of new Megan Fox co- uh, replacements. Yeah, <laughs> probably with the explosions already. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what, what's the before? Uh, number four is Wonder Woman, still hanging in there. Uh, actually, some good news about Wonder Woman going to come back to that because it's actually some surprising numbers. And it's still hanging in there in the top five, you know, about four weeks in. So about a month in. So still pretty decent. Uh, and number five is Cars 3. Now, th- honestly, that's kind of alarming right there. Because you just expect, you know, a cartoon like Cars, especially the third movie in the trilogy, is just supposed to be, you know, higher up there. Yeah, Pixar, yeah, it's usually... Yeah, so you don't expect anybody usually, to yeah. So I would have expected it was like despicable me and, and Cars 3 and that's it. Uh, next movies we have today, I'm going to just run through them real quick. We got The House. We got 47 Meters Down. That's a shark movie. Right? Oh, yeah. I saw that. Uh, oh, I, saw, I should I should have seen Baby Driver. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking about 47 Meters Down the entire I know, time. I know, man. Like, I went and saw it. I'm like, man, shit. <laughs> There's um, a total bait and switch. That wasn't no shark movie. <laughs> oh, Okay, so I'm glad I didn't go there. I'm like, where the fuck is Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's basically gravity underwater. They're just stuck in a shark cage for for an hour. And <laughs> they got to get out. And there's sharks yeah, around. Like, and That sounds boring as fuck, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you expect, I, I expected more people get eat to, you know, people to get eaten. And, yeah, uh, give me a uh, uh, deep blue sea too. Give me that. Basically, yeah, I wanted more, yeah, yeah I wanted more shark biting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number eight, we have the Beguile. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I don't uh, know what that is either. Okay, moving on. Uh, number nine is the Mummy. Ouch, way mm. down there. Uh, number ten, Pirates of the Caribbean. Blah 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 blah. It's down there. So yeah, fuck that. Anyway, let's go back to Wonder Woman. Uh, cause that's all we want to talk about. We're going to talk about is comic book movies. So we're going to talk about the comic books. Now, interesting fact, Eli. Guess can you guess what I'm about to tell you? Is it the highest grossing uh, DC movie yet, or or no? Domestically, it is. Oh wow! No shit. Yeah, yeah, it's domestically the highest grossing DC uh, movie. I'm gonna look at it for a second. Let's see. Uh, now, worldwide, of course, because worldwide, it's not pulling in the numbers the other movies did. Like Suicide Squad cleaned up uh, overseas. BVS cleaned up overseas. Wonder Woman, not really. <laughs> we can go in a, a a whole nother podcast. We're not gonna touch why we think that might happen, but we're not gonna do it right now. <laughs> we just we're just gonna leave that alone. Uh, as of right now, let's see, DC Extended Universe, let's see what we have. 
Okay, so like I said, number one is Wonder Woman, domestically wise. Domestic wise, number one is Wonder Woman. Uh, number two is Batman, Batman v Superman, Don Justin. They actually beat it by like sixteen million. So it's actually, and it's still in the theaters. So it's going to eclipse it. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like not even a month. About a month now. How long? Is it, it just became a month. Yeah, it just yeah. became a month now. So, uh, like I said, after that, then you got Suicide Squad. Then you got off after that, Man of Steel. So, yeah. So Wonder Woman is a run way bona fide hit i mean what they're saying is that they're reshooting uh scenes in justice league specifically to kind of yeah. highlight wonder Woman because she's taken off so much yeah uh have you heard that they're supposed to actually be dropping a justice league trailer next month well no this month uh i would yeah, that makes sense because comic-con's coming they're, they're gonna release the comic-con yep. yeah uh they have re- they have been leaks. I, I don't believe it. I'm not gonna talk about it because I don't like to talk about rumors. But I've I've heard some releases of people like completely walking through the entire trailer, like splitting it. And I, if it's what they said it was, I'm happy. But you know how the internet is. There's probably <laughs> nothing that shit is gonna happen. So we can go on from there. Uh, but yeah, it's a box office, and yeah, happy for Wonder Woman on there. I guess we can talk about next. Oh, have you heard this bullshit? About uh, Spider-Man being an Iron Man too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the dumbest. Here's here's what I hate about you fanboys. You have to make everything connect. Why does everything have to connect? I don't get it. Let some stuff just just be its its own thing. Now I get it. So if you really think about it, the pieces do fit. Because Iron Man 2 was in 2008, it's 2017, so that's 10 years ago. No, 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 no. I take it back, I take it back. Iron Man 2 was in 2010, so it's about seven years ago. Okay, so about a seven-year gap. The kid was about 10 years old, nine years old, roughly like that. The final scene was in Queens. I get it. Spider-Man is from Queens, you know. Um, but it still, it still didn't add up. I don't see how, because Uncle Ben would still be alive. I don't see how Uncle Ben... And Aunt May would just let little Peter just run around there, you know, in the science explosive like that. I don't get it. And plus, it's like 10 million kids in New York or some shit like that. I don't know. It's a lot of damn kids. So why would that one kid be Spider-Man? I don't like it. And plus, I don't like it that Iron Man would influence Peter Parker's life that much. I don't I don't like that. I just yeah. want Peter to just be a regular ass kid and just shit just happens. That's that's my Spider-Man. So. <laughs> So that's that's just me. Exactly. Uh, it's actually Reed Richards' kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been seeing oh. all those memes and shit that yeah, Stan Lee was in Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stan Lee or the little black kid in uh, Batman v Superman is gonna grow up to be <laughs> some shit. Yeah, Miles Morales or something. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like, oh, man, this is the dumbest shit in the world. Like, just let some stuff be be its own thing. And that's it. I, just, I, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I hope to God they do not do that. Like, Tony, I've known you since I was 10. You saved my life. Like, like please do not do that. If they do that, I'm, I'm like. Anyway, it wouldn't be any worse than the other shit Sony did in the movies. Like when, when his father came back to life, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, we can move on from that. Okay, have you seen uh, the Inhumans trailer? Uh, I did, yeah. Okay. Uh, thoughts about it? Or? It looks all right. I don't know if I'll watch it, but... <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing I thought. 
it's like, it's like it wasn't bad, but it was just like eh, it's another ABC sci-fi yeah. show. It's just another one of those shows. Yeah, so. I'm watching so many shows. I don't know if I'm gonna put. I can barely get. I barely got the time to see the Ghost Rider episodes of Agents of Shield. Oh so, man, I man, I watched. I watched that. I binge watched that entire season uh, last week. To me, out of all like the network TV shows, that season was the best. It was better than Flash, better than Arrow, better than other shit. Man, it was, like if you just watch them like all together, like the entire storyline connects. Like Ghost Rider is tied into the bad guy they're fighting, and he has to come back. And like it's 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 awesome, man. Just the way they put it together. And so, but that being said, I don't think that show is gonna last past the next season. I think yeah. it's I think it's over for that. Yeah, I mean, even though they got Lockjaw, he's probably going to only be, like, in two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> season premiere, season finale. <laughs> yeah. Every time they just talk about, oh, they'll show on my screen, oh, Lockjaw. <laughs> yeah, Lockjaw just dropped me off, and, you know. Uh, I'm going to just do a quick run now for everybody that don't know who the Inhumans are. I'm going to just do this. Uh, if you know who they are, then, I don't know, go eat a sandwich or something. But whoever else, this is, is technically a nerd podcast, I'll just break it down. So, like I said, you have uh, Black Bolt, Black, Black, what's the name, Eli? Blackakin, Boltakin? <laughs> I'm, I'm not making this up, but seriously. <laughs> that, uh, that's like uh, uh, dude, when you said that, I thought of CB4. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he's like, I got a weird name. Like, I don't know what the fuck Jack Kirby was on when he made this shit up, man. But, yeah, it's like, that's yeah. like his full name. Black Bolt is like his yeah. nickname or some shit. You know? Blackie Blackenstein? I don't <laughs> Blackie McBlackenstein. <laughs> yeah, so we got him, his powers. Uh, and I'm going to get to that in a second because I don't like how the, the cops were whooping his ass at the end of that trailer when Black Bolt has whooped Hulk's ass in the comics. You know, so I don't get that. But anyway. Uh, we got Medusa, his wife. That's the one with the red hair, with tomato hair, anything like that. She's supposed to have the power. So the hair is supposed to move and shit. But obviously, ABC doesn't have that kind of budget, so the hair is just a wig. Doesn't do shit. Maybe it'll do something in the season, you know, premiere or something like that. Who knows? Who else we got? Uh, Crystal. Crystal is Medusa's sister. She's the one with the blonde with the the stripes in the hair, shit like that. She's actually pretty cool. She's actually like cool. Like, you could put it in another book. You're like, oh, yeah, she's kind of awesome. You know, she's been a Fantastic Four member. She's been an Avenger. She's led the Inhumans. Uh, uh, she, she's like a uh, – are you familiar with the Airbenders? Avatar and all this shit? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aang and okay, shit, cause yeah. Because I'm not. Okay. Oh. Uh, but she can do all that shit. Like, she got ice and rock power. She's an elemental, basically. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. she is an Airbender in Marvel. But she's been around since the 60s, so she's pretty cool. Uh, we have also Karnak. Karnak is the Asian. That pretty much tells you everything you need to know about him. Okay. So uh, he knows Kung have, Fu. Yeah, Kung Fu, all this shit. Like, now, here's the thing. People were campaigning. I'm, I'm sorry. Actually, Karnak is race-bended <laughs> because he's not really Asian. Because they're not even really human. You know, they're is that, inhuman. Is that, is that his superpower? <laughs> Because it's like because everything he does, he he's a martial artist, you know. He knows all these press boys like that. So there was a campaign saying, "Oh, he's got to be Asian. He's got to be Asian." I'm like, isn't that kind of racist to say he has to be Asian? I think they're I think they're walking on eggshells over the Iron Fist shit. <laughs> <laughs> like they roasted us on Iron Fist. We better make this guy Asian. Because I don't know. But here's the thing: if they would have made him white. 
then I would have wondered if people would have got pissed off about that. No, he should be Asian. Like, why should he be in Asia? Just because he's, I mean, it, it ain't like he's from Asia. He's from space or some shit. He's you from know, the moon. He's from. Don't they live on yeah. the moon or some shit? Yeah, he's from the moon or some shit. You know, so it's like he didn't have to be Asian, you know. But <laughs> anyway, they made him Asian. Everybody's happy. Whatever. He knows martial arts. You you know everything you need to know about this guy. So uh, another race bending character is Gorgon. Now, Gorgon is white in the comics. And actually, he was like a cat monkey beast. In the comics, he morphed. He's black in, in the show now, so whatever. Uh, should I be pissed about that? Nah, not really. Whatever. He's black. Move on. Uh, he's the muscle of the team, you know, whatever. And then the last guy you have, uh, Maximus. He's Blackakin Boltikin's Black Miss Blackenstein's uh, <laughs> brother. So you already know that story. And is he, and he's white. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he's white. <laughs> White Blackenstein, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you already know his story. He's the king's brother. Yeah. You already know. You already figured out what's going on. Uh, that, now, that's all of them. Uh, now, Lockjaw is actually like their cousin also. Like, he's not really a dog. He's like an inhuman. Turns into a dog. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, there's another one also that, that was in the trailer, but he wasn't in the main picture. He's like a, a aqua fish type thing. <laughs> I think his name is Trigon or some shit or whatever. Fish dude or whatever. I saw him in the trailer, but he's not standing in the picture with them. So that's pretty much like the the inhuman royal family, you know. Yeah. So they live on the uh, – they actually lived in, in the Himalayas at first, and then they moved to the moon. Why they didn't just have them in the Himalayas at first so they can milk this series as long as possible, they moved to the moon, I don't know. It is what it is. That's it. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have a whole bunch of inhumans on their show. So – I'm guessing there will be some kind of crossover between that, like, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. meeting the Inhumans. Yeah. We'll know. We'll yeah. see. If, if, if ANBC is smart, they would do that, because it would just make sense to have the shows cross over, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just like the CW that, shit, yeah. Yeah, CW do this shit all the time, man. They, like, got, like, five, six different shows, and they all just merge together at one time, yeah. you know. They're then, all they, then, they, they, then they can do a musical episode. <laughs> <laughs> You'd watch it, you know you would. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's that's all I gotta say. All I all I can think about now. Let me let me back this up again with the Inhumans. Now, Marvel has been trying to make the Inhumans a thing since forever, especially since you know they can't get the rights to the X Men. They're like, oh, since we can't get the rights to the X Men, we're gonna make the Inhumans the X Men. That's just not working. It, it hasn't worked. They matter of fact, they in the comic books they're just like, fuck it, we tried in humans, the shit don't work, bring back the X-Men. So that's what they're that's where they are now. So now you got all these uh basically they try to do with the inhumans with the X-Men what they did with the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Fantastic Four. Okay. Where the Guardians of the Galaxy I feel like was successful, the inhumans, it was just way too much pushback. People just weren't weren't with that. So but and because remember when 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 Marvel first released their lineup, the Inhumans were on that list. Yeah. Like like when they were making a real movie. But yeah. that was before Kevin Feige actually took over. Like when he became like the number two guy, well, the number one guy in Marvel. It was, he still had a guy over him. So when he took over, the very first thing he did was cut Inhumans. <laughs> like, like, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. So the same guy that was over at the time, he like, oh, you're going to cut Inhumans? Oh, I'll show your ass. And he made a fucking TV show about it, saying it's going to be in the Marvel Universe. So, technically, and plus it's going to be in the movie. Now, let me ask you this, Eli. 
Are you going to sit in the movie theater? No. And I, <laughs> I mean, not even like slightly curious. Not uh, nah, be what forty five minutes long. How much is it going to cost? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I got to buy well, a full IMAX no, price for like a forty five no, minutes. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the first two episodes. I don't think oh. I'm going to show you the episode that's big. That would be fucked up. <laughs> I think they would stretch this shit out as long as they can, but I don't. It, it, honestly, it still looked like it's on a TV budget, even though they say it's supposed to be an IMAX. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it looked just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It just looked like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But that's the way, hey, Marvel got money. They say they shoot the rest of their movies in IMAX shit like that. Like like the Infinity movies are supposed to be 100% IMAX. Like the first movies to be shot like that. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, moving on from Inhumans. Uh, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll give a review or anything like that. Uh, oh, did you see the Jumanji trailer? I did. Did you um, ever see the first movie? I did. I thought it was all right back then. I mean, I was, okay, so was, you're not you're not freaking out about no, you know, no. I mean, I was I was like in my mid twenties. Yeah, I, I was in I was in like my, my I was like in my mid twenties when that shit came. Out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought it was okay. I like, like, like I like Zathora really better. Out over this shit. You know, like people are really freaking out. Like, oh, Rock, what are you doing to my childhood? Like, I suppose it was. I mean, if you were a kid in the '90s and grew up on Pokemon and all that shit, I suppose that you know, Jumanji's a good, like, one of your childhood things. You know, I get, was Jumanji a real thing? I it mean, wasn't, like, wasn't it a book? Because I thought it was a book, like Zathora. You remember that movie Zathora? It's essentially the same shit, only in space. That was a movie with uh, Sean Connery with the Kai piece. No, no, no. It was uh, those kids. Um, uh, they play the board game and their house goes into space. Yeah, I think I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, well, my kid liked that one. That, that came out like in the early. I think it was John Favreau's one of his first movies. That he made. That. Okay, okay. Yeah, before I think, he went it, Iron. Was it? Uh, who was it? Kirsten Dunst was in the first Jumanji, I think. Yeah. Oh, was that the uh, the Toy Soldiers movie? No, she was, in, she, she was in uh, she was in Jumanji, yeah. She was in Jumanji. Okay. And here's the thing, I like I remember it, but I barely remember it. I think I even saw it, but it it, it like left no impact on me. I don't I don't know. It, like I remember seeing it and sort of kind of, but it like never held my interest. I was like, yeah, it's it's a movie. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I think I saw it in a the theater. I might have brought my nieces or nephew to it. Maybe I don't know. And, yeah. Yeah. But I don't own it, you know. <laughs> right. I, I, mean, I haven't watched. I haven't watched it repeatedly. You know, it was, right. the, it was uh, no Goonies or Gremlins for me. But yeah, you know? it wasn't exactly. That's, <laughs> like, that's my thing. But you got people like like you know the the new movie is desecrating their memory of the movie, and I'm like, was it really that big a deal to begin with? I didn't yeah. think so. I mean, well, cool people, the time. I guess some people, some kids, you know, sure. I guess. I mean, yeah. I saw the new movie. Now, did the did the new trailer like wow me? Like, not really. It was just like eh, it looked like those. Who's that shit? The other rock movie with the uh, the journey to the center of the earth or whatever he did. Yeah, it looked like it looked like that shit. You know, which I never yeah. saw. <laughs> well, it actually, reminded me of the Gerard Butler movie. Oh, uh, the gamer. You ever seen that? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah I with, guess I yeah, guess yeah yeah. So it kind of you know what. I actually had uh, years ago. I had a dream about this movie. Like I, I would like if I was going to write a script, I was going to write this script, like this exact script. Like kids become video game avatars, you know. But, oh, but okay. at, at the same time, they were going to go back. 
you know, where they're not stuck in there. They can just go there anytime they want, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they live their real life, stuff like that. Hey, I, I should be the screenwriter, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody's getting rich off my idea right now. Yeah. Like Tron. Or like, maybe not. Like, this movie like, might flop. Like Tron, I guess? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, yeah, I just wrote Tron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tron stole my idea. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess the movie is okay. I see some people in there that I, I might see. I'm just glad. I'm glad Karen Gillan is uh is doing so good in Hollywood. Eli, were you a Doctor Who fan? Uh, I, I'm not a big Doctor Who fan, but I, I did watch, um, I did watch it and yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with her. Okay. As, yeah. Okay. Amy Pond and shit. Yeah. yeah. Amy Pond was pretty cool on there. I liked her on the social when she started doing all these movies and garage guys stuff like that. I was like, that's yeah, pretty good, man. She doing pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm glad she's, you know, making movies. Hopefully she does good. She might even sell me on the movie. Cause I mean, Rock doesn't sell me on movies anymore. He did, I guess, five years ago, but now he doesn't because because he does so many movies. Yeah, it's just like it's just another rock movie. Yeah, whatever, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Oh, now we can talk about Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now we talk about Netflix because you actually saw something. Actually, I saw this last week and I was going to talk about it, but I, I guess we ran out of time or something. But now we can talk about actually, uh, Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yes. And did, did you get a chance to finish the entire series? I did, yeah. Okay, because it went what was it, like 10 episodes or something? Yeah, and they're only like half hour, so it's like... Yeah, so it wasn't like, you know, Luke Cage or anything like that, or Iron Fist like long shows like that. So what, what about Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Um, for the most part, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Um, uh, it, it got a little... It was a little, you know, not to be sexist, but like girly at some point. <laughs> But, but yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I I enjoyed it. I mean, I Mark Marin was funny. I I'm you know I used, I used to love Community and Al, Al, Allison Brie was on it. I haven't seen her and shit. Uh, I'll lately. be honest with you. I, I'll be honest with you. Like I I, I love Allison Brie also in Community. She's one of my favorite characters. And that show, I kept forgetting she was in it. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was just like I like this show, but she just. Like disappear, like I just completely, completely forgot she was in it. And then when she did pop up, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, she's in it." So, you know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it kind of makes it like why you don't see her and shit, you know? Yeah, but it was funny. I mean, it made me laugh. There was a lot of funny shit in there. Um, uh, the clothes uh, where I, it seemed like they they didn't they didn't use any of the uh, uh, like some of the plot lines, like like stars. Are we going to spoilers? <laughs> like the uh, like the abortion thing. Like when she turned out to be knocked up by her best friend's husband. That was one episode. Yeah, so I, and was I was it. like, I was like, first when it first came up, I was like, oh shit! I I like groaned. I was like, now they're gonna drag this out, you know? <laughs> but no, they wrapped it up, and it didn't really do. Yeah, it didn't really matter. They didn't do, really do anything with that. And then the whole. Yeah. When she found out uh, that the director, the one girl found out the director, when he found out that the one girl was his daughter, that was like wrapped that, up. That, like, was, that was shocking to me. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah. It was like this big thing, and then they, that got wrapped up really quickly, you know, and it's just like. It, well, it's, that, was the end of, that was the end of the you know, season by then, so yeah, they were going to kind of wrap that up. And, yeah. You know, it, it was a little bit too nicely wrapped. I agree with you on that. But that, that was shocking. That was a nice little plot twist I didn't see coming. So. Yeah. But it, but yeah, it was. Uh, but I but for the most part, I sat there and watched them all in a couple of days. So, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it was like it, it had its moments where it's like this. So I, I like it that you know it kind of gave like a, a inside view of wrestling, not not too deep, but it did kind of let you know on the inside of what they were doing. And it did kind of I like how they kind of played on like wrestling stereotypes. Like yeah. we didn't think about it at the time, but you know when you see this, though, especially with the with the with I don't want to say the, the the Middle Eastern girl playing oh, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, that that <laughs> scene was kind of kind of shocking there, but it, it kind of made sense, you know, because these wrestling fans are so fanatics about it, you know, they thinking she's like really a terrorist, you know? Yeah. When she's yeah. just playing a character, that's all, you know, she's just, you know, making, making a book. And it, at the time, you know, back in Ace, like that, like they really thought this stuff was real. You couldn't tell them that wrestling was fake, you know? Yeah. Nikolai Volkov. I was like, damn, man, what the fuck? And then <laughs> I thought about it at the time. Cause I remember watching wrestling and seeing Nikolai Volkov and I said to the TV, I hate him, you know? Yeah. And my mama was like, no, you do not hate people. Like, like I got in trouble for saying it, but I like, really hated that dude you know <laughs> yeah he would get up and he'd do the soviet anthem or whatever the russian national anthem every time he him and him and uh him and uh, the, the iron sheet the iron yeah, sheet they... yeah they... <laughs> <laughs> i was like, I was like man, hell, man i didn't think about it at the time because you know hulk hogan was like american and stuff like that and so you remember the cartoon Oh yeah, rock, rock and wrestling or something. Rock and wrestling stuff like that. We had yeah. the guys and the bad guys and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, at the time you really don't. The eighties were really, really bad with political propaganda. Yeah, like, like <laughs> over the top with it, man. We didn't realize it at the time, you know. Like, like even it got bad with Rocky and with wrestling and man, like we, I really hated the Russians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we there was there was a legitimate fear of us, you know, getting into war with them. That was, <laughs> that was yeah, but they really like I really thought they were like pure evil back in the eighties. Like I can I can understand you know confrontation, but I really thought they were evil. Like they were just coming just to wipe out our entire way of life. You know, like like the Russians really like every video game had Russian bad guys. You know, yeah, yeah. So, then Ivan Drago and Rocky and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then in Rambo, those Russians in Rambo. And, right. But yeah. But yeah, I kind of got, I mean, I was into wrestling for a while. And I, and I actually remember Glow. I never watched the show, but I remember they had magazines. Like I would check out their magazines. I mean, before I, you know, I wasn't old enough to get my hands on a porno mag. You know, but Glow <laughs> but was. Then, yeah, <laughs> the, the struggle was real. You had to get yeah. your hands on whatever you could at the time. You know, yeah, it was before, the Hollywood, before the internet. Yeah. Right. Fresh <laughs> the Hollywood catalogs, you know, whatever you can get your hands on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Like live, I I seen Hulk Hogan, a Hulk Hogan match with the versus Mr. Perfect, and we all knew that it was going to be a draw because there was no way Hulk Hogan was going to lose the belt, and and Mr. Perfect wasn't going to, you know, lose a match because he's Mr. Perfect. So we were yeah. all like, we knew what was going to happen, and of course it was a draw. But we, we I hated Hulk Hogan at the time. I always liked the bad guys, and I remember oh, Hulk. Well, I, no. <laughs> Even when Hulk Hogan was a bad guy, he was still my favorite. Remember when he played uh, Hollywood Hogan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, me and my oh dude, we we flipped him off. He looked right at because you know when he would do that thing where he'd go to every side of the ring, right? And, like put his the, ear to the put his yeah. ear to the crowd and shit, and everyone was like, and he looked right at us, like me and my friend, and we were like, "Fuck you!" We we're just flipping. 
<laughs> and then he looked at us and then looked away. So I know he saw us. <laughs> oh, and that was the day I saw Batman. Come to think of it, Which that was the day. Oh, that was the day. Eighty-nine, Batman. Tim Burton. Batman. That was the, the same day we saw Batman that day, and that night we went and saw WWF. <laughs> okay, you had too much going on that one day. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was an awesome day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, but that that's something else. It's, I like I said, I'm not. I I was kind of into wrestling then. I'm not into wrestling now. But back in the '80s, I mean, I was a huge wrestling fan. And the thing about Glow, it wasn't the Glow. Glow was real. The show was real. But all the characters in there were kind of made up. So like this, they weren't real characters. So yeah, yeah. But for the most part, I like this show. It it touched on some 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 real things, and uh, it was funny at times. Some of it did kind of drag on. Uh, the reason I kept forgetting about Allison Brie because the blind chick seemed to just overshadow everybody at the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it, to me, it seemed like it was her show. Like if I if I had never seen Community and wasn't paying attention to Allison Brie, I would just think it was just the blonde show the entire time and just forget everybody everybody else on the show. So maybe she maybe to look blonde. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but we can move on from Glow. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, definitely go to Netflix and watch it or whatever. Uh, but now we can get to my favorite section of the podcast because I always love this part. We can talk about vidges, <laughs> vidget games. And guess what, Eli? You called this a while ago. The Super Nintendo Classic is coming. Yep. And it's coming uh in September 29th, which is July, August, September. Two months from now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't had a chance to check. But here's the thing. Now, remember that the Nintendo uh, Classic, when it came out, it was $40, I think. Okay. Yeah. This one is $80. Okay. So yeah, you got to pay more for this one, and I think it has less games than the other one did. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of and they're, and, the, yeah. and they're only making like ten of them, like they did the last one. Yeah, so no one's, no one's going out. Yeah, that's gonna be it. You know, you're not gonna get any more of that. I'm like, yeah. like guys, please quit letting Nintendo rip you off. Look, all this shit is on NES ROMs and. I got all this shit on my laptop, and I've had this shit on my laptop for like the last 10 years. I'm not telling people to bootleg shit, but bootleg this shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's going to, after a month, they're not going to sell this shit to me. They're only doing this to get people in the store so they can say, oh, we ain't got it anymore. But you can get a Switch. You can get that. Yeah. They're just doing this shit to sell that stupid ass Switch, which honestly is just a, a marketing tool, which is just the Wii, just retool. That's it. It's selling, it's got the same games that the Wii have. But these people are just stupid. Just buying this shit. So I don't know. Uh, buy it, do what you want. You're, now here's gonna happen. Here's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen. You're not gonna find any of these because some asshole is gonna go into the store and buy every single one of them before you even get there, and then turn around and sell them on eBay or Craigslist or Amazon uh, before you even get a chance to sell them for three hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. And you dumbass motherfuckers are gonna buy it. I see it happening. Yeah. I hate Nintendo. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on from there, let's talk about something to ease my mind off this. Uh, oh, yeah. Eli, I know you don't give a fuck about this, but I'm going to get you excited anyway. Are you excited okay. for Evo? Um, I I don't even know what that is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> e- Evo is the nerd Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that like the video game leagues or whatever? Yeah, man, it's the biggest thing of the year, man. It's always in in, in Vegas. I was gonna go one year, but I was broke. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, yeah, every year 
year comes around. Last year, last year they held the uh the finals in Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, and it was broadcast live on ESPN. Damn. And what yeah. game was it? Like League of Legends or what? Not League of Legends. <laughs> what what game was it? Was, uh, it was Street Fighter Five. Oh, was it? Oh. Yeah, Street Fighter Five. It was funny as hell because I was, I was monitoring the tweets at the time. So when uh, Street Fighter, it's like most people watching ESPN had no idea Street Fighter was going to be on at the time. It's like, what is this nurse? And I got two fat Asian nerds sitting here playing Street Fighter on my ESPN. What the fuck is this shit? Like, it was, it was insane, man. I was just loving the, the nasty tweets that were coming around. Uh, I'm trying to get, where are they? Oh, they're not saying it. Okay, so Evo is actually, let me see, it's the second, well, I'm not going to say the date, even though I just said it by accident. We're looking at two weeks from now, and I'm actually trying to find the schedule of the games that's going to be on there. Oh, found them. Okay, so, games that are going to be in Evo, and I'm just going to run through them real quick. You got Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3, you have King of Fighters 14, Blaze Blue, something, something, uh, Two Smash Brothers games, uh, Smash Brothers Wii U, Smash Brothers Melee, Injustice 2 is going to be there for the first time, uh, Guilty Gear X, I think that's what it is, Tekken 7, and Street Fighter 5. Street Fighter 5 is always the game that uh, gets the most you know, entries in it, so that's going to be the game that's going to headline. I don't know if it's going to be Mandalay Bay again. I don't know if it's going to be on live TV, because last year around this time, there was a big deal that it was going to be on MT, uh, you know, ESPN, so... Everybody knew it around that time. Matter of fact, did you uh they were actually showing Street Fighter Five tournaments on on TNT. I think I heard something about that. Yeah. yeah, it was like weekly, like it was like Atlanta tournament, like Shaq entered, you know, uh <laughs> Lupe Fiasco. I think it was a female rapper that in too, but I can't remember who her name was. But yeah, it it was a big it was a big deal about it. Uh Marvel's Capcom Infinite won't be in the tournament, but it will be like a a side game. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about that, man. I'm gonna have the stream set up. Anybody that follows me on Twitch, I will be broadcasting Evo. I will be live whatever on there. So yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. Uh, you know what? I was gonna talk about the last, but I talk about video games so much. I'm gonna move on to the comic section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just, just move on past that. So <laughs> yeah, so now we get to talk about the actual comic section because this is the comic book bullies. We're gonna actually talk about comic books. And this time we actually read some fucking comic books. Yes, um, we did. I'm proud of you, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and tell me what, what did you what did you end up reading? Oh, I read a ton of shit this past week. Uh, I was behind, you know, so I, I kind of caught up on some shit. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I think I'll start out with uh, Punisher 13. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, it's it. What I liked about this issue, it, it was just a, just a one-shot standalone story, you know. Which was nice, nice, especially after going through this whole twelve issue arc that we just came off of. It was nice to just have just a nice one shot uh, story with just the Punisher, you know, doing some Punisher shit in just one issue. Now, um, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Did Punisher talk? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm, he... sti- I'm still was 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 weirded out by the first issue I read. He didn't speak. One word. He just killed yeah. people the entire time. And so, yeah, yeah, he was. He didn't have. He was kind of a secondary character. Now that I think about it, about yeah. In the, that first arc, this first twelve issues, but no. But this is just. It, it's just really cool. He 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 comes um, home or home. He comes back to his underground sewer lair and he finds one of his guns are missing. 
So he checks uh, the surveillance and he finds out that these kids have broken into his, his, his lair and took one of his guns. And he tracks down the kid. They're these school, these rich boy uh, school boys from the upper, you know, west side of Manhattan. Um, and he finds the kid. He's like, hey, you stole my gun. I need, I need it back. And the kid's like, oh, I, I pawned it. And he's like, what the hell you did? He tries to chastise the kid. And the kid's like, hey, I, I, I'm not, I'm really, I have a hard time fitting in. I'm not really rich. I got into this private school because of a scholarship. Um, I pawned the gun because I wanted money to buy this video game, so the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And so, what the you know, fuck? <laughs> yeah, I wanted Please to get this. Just shot that kid. But it was a way for the kid to feel accepted because all, yeah, all the kids were gathered around him while he's playing. They all want to play the game and shit. So Punisher goes to the pawn shop and he's like, "Hey, where's I? You know, this kid, this ten-year-old kid, pawned a fucking gun. Where is it?" And the guy's like, "Oh, I, I sold it." And the Punisher's like, "What the fuck?" And the guy's like, "Hey, at least I, at least I bought it off the kid and not, it's not out there on the streets and shit." So he gives the name. Um, you know, I sold it to this woman and he gives her the address and shit. He goes to the woman's address, bangs on the door and she answers and he's like, Hey, you bought a gun from a pawn shop. I need it. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like slams the door in his face. And she's like, go away. I don't have any gun. There's no guns here. I'm going to call the cops, blah, blah, blah. Get out of here. So Punisher goes on the roof and stakes out the place. You know, (laughs) yeah. Nightfall comes. Carload of, you know, carload of knuckleheads roll up, you know, dude gets out. He's banging on the woman's door. He's like, get out here. And she's like, hey, you're not allowed here. I don't want you here. You abusive prick. I don't want you around my kids and blah, blah. I have a gun. If You better get out of here. I'm going to use it and shit. And he's like, won't leave. And Punisher, of course, shows up and is like, hey, that's my gun. I need it back. You know, then his boys get out of the car and Punisher whips their asses, kills a few of them. And then the guy grabs the gun from the woman and he's like, got, you know, he's pointing at the Punisher and Punisher's like, go ahead, shoot. Yeah, take the shot. And the guy's like, oh, man, I'll be the guy. I'll be the guy known as the guy who killed the Punisher with his own gun. And so then he pulls right. the trigger and boom, the, the, the gun explodes and like blows off his hand. <laughs> oh, that's why Punisher was going after the gun. Yeah, and, he's, and the guy's like, oh, he's screaming. He's got his arms gone and shit. He goes, yeah, that I modified that gun to, to only work <laughs> for me, you know. <laughs> so, That's funny. Okay. Yeah. Because you, you had me going for the whole time until you got to the Okay. Yeah. So he puts the guy in the trunk, and he's like, hey, go to – he tells the woman, go to the pawn shop and get your refund. Tell him I sent you. <laughs> and, he, and that was it, you know. And it, that was it. That That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I was wondering. But I'm like, why the fuck is Punisher going after this chick with this one gun? I mean, she bought the gun; it's her gun, you know. Yeah, I, that made that makes sense there. So. Yeah, and, and that's what I liked about it is, you know, is you know everybody says, oh, the Punisher, he's not really a superhero; he's just a killer. But here, this in this issue, it shows that he actually has a code and that he actually looks out for people and that he's he has a sense of righteousness and justice, and he's not just a murdering scumbag as people think and that's what i liked about it you saw the good side of the punisher you know <laughs> yeah more of that than i would I, I might get you know swayed over to the Punisher. you know right now yeah. i think he's just a fucked up individual fun <laughs> as hell to watch him just shoot the shit out of people and stuff like that but you know yeah but, but, I, nice but to see this yeah and what i liked about it is um is that it was just a standalone story 
you know, that it wasn't connected to Secret Empire or any of these big events and all that shit. Right, Legacy you know, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was just its own self-contained story. Um, like the old days, you know, where you could back in the day, you could just pick up a comic book, one issue, read a, you know, beginning, middle and end. And that'd be it. It wasn't this long drawn out tale where damn, you pick up a comic and like, well, damn, I need, I, I should have read like the first four before I read this one. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I liked about it, you know, which brings me now to Super Sons. Okay. Now, Super Sons was the same way. Um, the, uh, Super Sons number five. It was another standalone story, which just um, now Super Sons is uh, Damian Wayne, son of Batman, My, and, the best Robin of all time. Yeah, okay, you, and then Jonathan, little Jonathan Kent Jr., son of Superman and Lois Lane. Okay. Um, now this 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 uh, this series, they're basically going out and you know solving crimes on their own. Um, but in this issue, they're both grounded. They got they both got <laughs> okay. they're little kids. They're you know. Right. They're like tweeds. They're like 12 or 13 years old or whatever. Um, and they're grounded. They got in trouble for going out and, you know, crime fighting on their own without supervision. Um, Damien's in the cave. He's in the back cave. Uh, you know, Alfred's, you know, chastising him about, you know, being unsupervised and shit. Uh, Jonathan Kent's, you know, getting yelled at by Lois Lane and all this shit. Um, anyways, Jonathan, get, uh, he, he gets frustrated and, and runs away. And then he goes to the Batcave and he starts yelling at Damien, you know, because they're they're bickering and shit. They kind of hate each They kind of hate each other. It's like their thing. You know, okay. he's like, you you little asshole. I'm, you got us in all this trouble and shit. Now I'm grounded and blah, 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 and all this shit. And it's all your fault. And, you know, they hate each other. You know, they, Damien thinks Jonathan Kent's, a, you know, a, 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 a country boy dumbass who's, you know, wet behind the ears, a rookie. And, you know, little Johnny boy thinks Damien's a... Spoiled rich boy, fucking douchebag. <laughs> so, so it's basically Batman and Superman. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. So they start fight. They actually start fighting in the Batcave and shit. And Alfred comes and breaks them up. And and, and it, it does exactly like you guys are acting like your old man. Your old man. Yeah, your your fathers do the same shit. And you need <laughs> to learn to work together and all that shit. And it and that was really cool. You see the reflective of you know why. Superman and Batman are the way they are, and it reflects onto these kids and shit. So, yeah, you see that dynamic, which is really cool. And then at the end, Superman and Batman show up at the Batcave, and they're like, okay, we know you guys, we know you kids are getting a little older, and you're not, you know, little kids anymore. Um, we're going to start sending you out on missions, but you guys need to work together, you know. And um, Superman's like, yeah, it doesn't, you know, you guys can't be fighting not none of this bickering because it's all about coming together and um, you know despite our differences you know me and Batman have always learned to work together you know and they're like it doesn't matter who can beat who or who who will win in whatever fight <laughs> that was the funny part he's like it doesn't matter who's gonna win and then Batman's like yeah but I, I'd win anyways <laughs> <laughs> like, and, then, <laughs> and then Superman's like you know I'm like I can fly and got superpowers and Batman <laughs> Batman's still like. Yeah, I'd still win. <laughs> so, so it was like that, that funny little ending. <laughs> oh, man. And that was it. You know, that was it. It was just, again, a, a nice, a nice self-contained story that wasn't a part of some big giant arc that you need to read fucking 24 issues of, you know? 
Yeah, just one self-contained story. I like that. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm getting sold on Jonathan Ken. I, I like him. I like him. He's a he's a good. He's my favorite new addition to Rebirth. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we're getting these good stories with him. Uh, I, I don't know if you read anything else. I guess I can go next. Uh, I read I got a few comic books, but the one that was like really interesting to me, and this actually came out last week, uh, was Elmer Fudd versus Batman. Oh no shit! I haven't read. Yeah, that. it was it was fucking insane, man. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, but here's the thing: like the comic book was like like actually pretty good. Okay. Like I want I want Elmer Fudd in the Batman universe now after this shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll just give you a quick rundown of basically what happened. And like Elmer Fudd uh, came to Gotham City, and he was uh he was actually looking for Bugs Bunny. Oh really? But here's the thing: <laughs> Elmer Fudd in this universe is a contract killer. Like he's a hitman. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, so he's just going around shooting people. So he, and there's a contract all out on Bugs Bunny's head. But the thing okay. is, like, everybody's realistic now. So he's not a rabbit. He's just like some bucktooth dude. Some, some gangster or something? Yeah, okay. like some like weaselly bucktooth looking dude just eating cra- uh, carrots and stuff. And he's seasoning like, yeah, what's up, Doc? You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Elmer Fudd talks like that. Yeah, you know what's here, Wadi. Like, he's got the little list on <laughs> Yeah. I'm hunting rabbits, you know. <laughs> so, so basically, he's there, like, he's eating the uh, carrots stuff like that, and he know like, Elmer Fudd is here to kill him in, in the bar. He's like, wait, wait, before you do that, don't kill me. Uh, I, I, only reason I pulled the trigger, like, basically, Bugs Bunny killed some woman. He killed Elmer Fudd's woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, he killed him. But the reason I killed <laughs> with, the woman with a with a pie with a pie with a dyna, stick of dynamite in it or something. I, yeah, I think they do that, but they didn't go there. <laughs> like a slingshot with a cannonball or something. <laughs> Drop an anvil on her or something. Yeah. <laughs> I just dare you to cross this line. Step across this line. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, but what happened in the story that uh, he says the only reason he did it because he was paid. By Bruce Wayne to to do the contract. We're like, oh, oh okay. Damn. So Elmer Fudd, like, okay, since you gave me the information, I'm gonna let you live for right now. I'm gonna go kill Bruce Wayne. So <laughs> Elmer Fudd, you know, sneaks into the party, stuff like that, uh, and pulls a shotgun out on Bruce Wayne, like in the middle of the fucking party. You know, they start shooting each other. He thinks he killed Bruce Wayne. Uh, he goes back to his apartment, thinking, you know, he's got a job well done. He's been collecting money. Of course, you know, Batman's there waiting for him. And so you get this crazy ass fight with Elmer Fudd and Batman going. So like, like Elmer Fudd's got his shotgun trying to shoot Batman at point blank range. He misses him. He takes the butt of the shotgun and hits Batman in the chin and shit. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I want Elmer Fudd as a Batman villain. That's what I want, man. <laughs> like, this shit was fucking awesome, you know. And then they keep fighting and stuff like that. And then they realize that actually Bugs Bunny was lying the entire time. So like, okay. I tell you what, let's go back to this bar. And the name of the bar was uh, Porky's, by the way. Oh no shit! <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like everybody in the bar is Looney Tunes uh, characters, but they're like you know made up, you know, realistically, like yeah. you know, uh, like uh, I'm gonna name Falco Leghorn, you know. Okay. Oh, I, I say boy, I, I say boy, and Batman just like punches him in the fucking face. <laughs> It just knocks about one time and just keeps walking, you know, and then they get to a fight and they go after Bugs Buddy and shit like that. They just beating up all these Looney Tune, you know, characters in Porky's bar, you know, and they finally have to Bugs Bunny and the Bugs Bunny like, okay, the girl you're going after, I didn't really kill her. She just made this shit up. The girl, uh, Elmo Fudd's ex-girl that he thought was dead was actually Silver St. Cloud. Um, don't know if you know who Silver St. Cloud is. She's actually mm. Batman's girlfriend, well, ex-girlfriend, mm. but she's kind of like a bad guy or some shit like that, you know whatever yeah so 
she's like, I only did this shit because I was fucking with Bruce Wayne because I already know Bruce Wayne's secret. And I just want, and, I, and when I found out that Elmer Fudd was a contract killer, and I know he was just as crazy as Batman was, I wanted to get them two together and kind of take each other out, you know, since both of them kind of broke my heart, you know, living these double lives and <laughs> stuff like this. So she leaves with Bugs Bunny. Oh, no. that's, that's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Batman and uh, Elmer Fudd just drink at the bar, and Porky goes, uh, that's all, folks. <laughs> So is it just one story? Is it just one shot? One shot? Yeah, it's, it's a one shot. It's just okay. one shot contained. Matter of fact, it doesn't. Even, I don't even think it's the new Fifty Two Batman. Batman is actually dressed up like like a uh, post crisis. So okay. it's kind of like that type of story, and it just exists on its own and stuff like that. You know. And so this isn't this isn't going to be like the Hanna Barbera shit, like the Flintstones and like wacky races and the Scooby Doo. Well, I, I don't think so, but I think they have more cart. I mean, more books like this. Like, yeah, I, think, I seen the yeah, I seen the other ones. Like, yeah, yeah, like I think Wonder Woman has one and stuff like that. And plus, at the end, they actually had like a traditional uh, Warner Brothers cartoon, Looney Tunes cartoon with Batman featuring it. Like you know, Batman and Bugs Bunny do the whole "I'm Batman, I'm Batman, I'm Batman, you're Batman, you're Batman." Okay. <laughs> You're Batman, you know that type of shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, it was funny doing old classic trope stuff like that. So I, it was it was interesting to me. I kind of liked it. Yeah. So if you get a chance, definitely check out the Elmer Fudd versus Batman. I'm gonna check out the other Looney Tunes. And matter of fact, it was it was written by Tom King. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I forgot the name of the artist. The art was actually pretty good in it also because Elmer Fudd looked like Elmer Fudd, but he was like realistic Elmer Fudd. Like he looked kind of like kind of deranged, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Oh, and and then I got one more to mention that I I totally forgot about. Um, Old Man Logan, number 25. Um, Part one of the Days of Anger. Um, New artist, new writer, and this book was fucking awesome. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now, I've been reading this new arc of Old Man Logan. I, I thought about dropping it for a while. Um, it, I mean, it, it started out pretty cool. Jeff Lemire was writing it. Um, uh, the art was really gritty, uh, kind of almost like a colorized version of, of Sin City, you know, very contrasty and big shapes and shit. Um, not very detailed. It was just more about emotion. Um, but Jeff Lemire is no longer writing it and they've okay. given it to, what's the guy's name? Uh, Brisson? What the hell is it? Uh, Brisson, that's all I can see. Okay. Um, and Art and Diodato. Not sure. Oh, not sure Mike, Mike, Mike Diodato? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm trying to find the credits. Okay. Here, but, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ed, Ed Brisson and Mike Diodato Jr. Yeah, he, he's been with Marvel like forever. So. Yeah. Um, Frank Martin is the colorist. And the art is fucking awesome. And the storyline is awesome. Now this is old man Logan, so this is uh you know the, the, it's it's uh he's from that universe from the old the uh, you know the old Mark Millar story, but you know he's why he came back in time. What who gives a fuck? You know I I don't give a shit about continuity. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it starts out where this old man is in the, he's uh he's talking to these little kids in the mountains and he's ta- you know talking about how beautiful the world is and shit. And you kind of know who it is, and you kind of know who these kids are, and he's telling them that, you know, we, we need to save this world and all that shit because something bad's going to happen. Something terrible happens to this world, and it's not going to be like this, and we need to do something to save it. And you kind of know who it is, you know. Then it cuts to um, 
this diner. You know, it's in, it's in Canada. Uh, old man, well, Wolverine, Logan, he's an old man. He comes into the diner. He's, you know, drinking his coffee and eating his breakfast. And he's like asking, uh, what, what's going on? He kind of, he can smell the dead bodies. He's like, what the hell's happening? Where's, what's her face? She usually work. Oh, they got her day off. He's like, and he knows something's up. So what does he do? Schnick pulls out his claws and then the, all, the, oh, all, the, yeah. all the other people and hey, and they're like these, it turns out you killed my brother, you killed my father, blah, blah, blah. Who the fuck are you? What happens? Yeah, all these like redneck dudes there, they like step to him and they're like surrounding Logan. Like, we're, yeah, you killed our father. All of a sudden they all turn into hawks. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, okay. What? what? <laughs> yeah, so like, the, all, like the original comic where like the, the, the Hulk, Hulk gang. Yep, yeah, the Hulk gang, yeah. They're, so a gang of Hawks, and it just turns into this big fucking fight scene between Wolverine and, the, and this Hulk gang. <laughs> and, and that's the majority of the issue. They fight. It's just like they're getting – like he's like cutting throats and shit and impaling Hulks. And, you know, he gets a, 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 a the, the whole deep fryer vat of, you know, hot oil from the deep fryer thrown on him and shit. And he like gets melted down to his bones. <laughs> it's, it's just fucking crazy. Um, well, anyway – one Hulk escapes. Okay. And are, are, and are they all cousins and stuff like they yep, were? Okay. Yep. And obviously it's like, this is the Hulk gang. Somehow they've gotten out of the way. They gotten out of that timeline, you know, because Wolverine got out of that timeline from the wastelands, from the old, that old story. Right, because he's part of X-Men Gold now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he says, that obviously if I found a way out, these guys could have found their way out too. So he's kind of making, He's kind of coming to that realization, like, obviously, my enemies are here. Even though he tried this whole story arc, this whole series, he's been trying to, like, right the wrongs. and put, He's been trying to prevent that future from happening, basically. I mean, so, but if you prevent that future, it'll be another fucked up future that x yeah. always deal with. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he tried to save the Hulk baby and a few issues back and all that shit. But, but anyways, he follows one of the Hulk's escape, and he follows it back um, to this, like, military base. And there's the old man, and the old and the old's like, "What the hell happened?" And he's like, "Oh, I, we tried to go get revenge on Logan." It's like, "You idiot! You almost, you know, you almost fucked up our whole operation and shit." And then the fucking uh, the old man hulks out, and it's Maestro Hulk. So it's Bruce Banner. It's future. Oh. It's future. It's future Bruce Banner, and he beats the shit out. of <laughs> That, dude, that dude, 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 have you ever read Future Imperfect? Like Hulk Future Imperfect? No, I haven't. I know oh what you're talking about. God, I never know. I stopped. is a motherfucking monster. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is I, I, I stopped reading, like, that was like right when I stopped reading Marvel and superhero comics, like right when that, <laughs> that shit That was like happened. the last good story Marvel made, like, in that time, man, because per- Future Imperfect was insane, man. Like, yeah. like Mar- Maestro was like one of my single-handed favorite villains in Marvel after reading this shit like whoa like yeah. Evil Hulk is like fucking ridiculous you know yeah and I remember and I you know and I remember hearing like I remember hearing about that story and being like really old man Hulk fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> that was way back then <laughs> but Dude, yeah yeah man. so this is just the beginning of this new story and like I said it's a new writer new artist the art is awesome the action was awesome and yeah, I was like, wow, I, 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 I'm back on old. Because I, like I said, I was about to drop Old Man Logan. Now yeah. I'm back on this shit. So <laughs> this is like, and that's the thing is like Hulk, Hulk comics were like summer blockbusters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that's hopefully this is going to be like, this is going to be my summer blockbuster book. 
You know? <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing about like Hulk books, you never know what you're gonna get. Sometimes it's blockbuster. Sometimes it be like cerebral, cerebral, psychological books. You know, they yeah. all over the place. Just never know what you're gonna get from it. Oh, funny thing about it, I'm gonna talk about another book like very, very, very briefly because it really wasn't that interesting. Uh, X Men Blue. Uh, okay. Since we were talking about Wolverine anyway, you know that his son is in these books now, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, that, uh, yeah. Uh, Hudson, something like that. His his son from the Ultimate book. But here's what they're doing. Now, you know, in X-Men Blue, you know, they're all teenagers, right? Okay, yeah. So they got the whole Jean Grey, Cyclops, will they, won't they thing, but they need that third guy, you know, to kind of throw a monkey wrench in things. But you can't do Wolverine or Old Old Man Man Logan. Logan. Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) way too creepy, you know. So what they're doing is they have his son in the whole love triangle thing. Like, you know, will they, won't they, like, she's kind of attracted to Scott. But she kind of attracted to young Wolverine's son. You know, she don't know where she wants to go. You know, so it's yeah. kind of like playing the whole thing over again. So, like, okay, I, I see where you're going with this, you know. Yeah. It's basically teenage Wolverine. So they can have, they got old Logan, they got teenage Logan, they can have the cake and eat it too, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, last book we're going to talk about, because I read this right before we got on, I guess we can talk about uh, uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I read it. Well, what do you think about it? Thought it was okay. Um, yeah, yeah, same thing I thought. It was honestly, it a lot of stuff Luke Cage was doing in the book didn't make any sense to me. Like it was plain as day and clear what was going on in that town, and for some mm-hmm. reason he just wasn't registered until like the twentieth page. He's like, I, I don't get it. What, what's going on? Uh, wh- why are they doing? It? I was like, come on, dude. Have you are you really that fucking stupid? You can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> Everybody's just like you. Shit. Yeah, only only not as good as him, not as cool. As him. Right, you think he would have figured that out by then? Like, come yeah. on, dude, you can't be this slow. You you're a superhero. You've been doing this shit since 1973. You've seen weirder shit than this. You should be able to figure this shit out in no time. You know. Yeah, so. it, it was it was just a lot of exposition. Um, right. There was not much, not not a lot of action, which is a little disappointing. Um, it just like it just yeah, it just basically moved the storyline and it, it just filled in some plot points. Yeah. Which really wasn't that hard to figure out, and um, right, you know, and it's set up basically. We're gonna see that. I'm sure the next issue is gonna be the fight, you know, with the uh, with the dude with these uh, bloodshot looking dudes. <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna fight Luke Cage and the other guy and stuff. And I don't, I don't remember how we kept panicking about how Luke Cage got cut in the first issue, and they explained yeah. this when they got some bullshit metal they got that can cut. They could cut Luke Cage like that. I'm like, did they really have to do that? Can't they just say adamantium? Yeah. Or vibranium or some shit. You know, the normal shit. Why well, you gotta make some other shit that can cut yeah. them, you know? I don't know. It was it was a very legless thing. I, I expected I expected more. I expected better. Yeah. Because the thing is this same writer, David Walker, he wrote Cyborg uh DC and he actually made Cyborg like a compelling, interesting character. So I'm like I thought when you get Luke Cage, like he was gonna take Luke Cage like to the next level, like this is gonna be the epic, bold new direction for Luke Cage. Like, nah, it's just a, another story, just another superhero story. Yeah, yeah. and it sounds like the, I mean, there's the Defenders coming out. The, he's still in Power Man, and like I'm saying, man, they gotta try and fit all these books together, and it's like, just they can't like, just have them exist in their own fucking world, man. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> like it when they try it because they can either go really, really good. Or really, really bad because you you got two different tones, two different artists, different writers, and these books could be all over the place. We ever tried that's the shit. Honestly, that's the shit that kind of killed comics in the '90s when he started doing that shit. 
Mm. Like they had all the Superman books, like in one uh, one story, Spider-Man books, X-Men, Avengers, when you have to read every single book and sometimes they connect, sometimes they don't connect. And a lot of people were just like, man, fuck this. I'm out. I'm done. And then they wonder why the comics industry crashed the way it did. So I mean, the, the, the way co- they needed to put, you know. Yeah, the cover. I mean, I like the cover artist. Oh, that cover was awesome. Yeah, I'm like, oh, damn, this looks dope. And then I get it, I read it, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's not as cool as the cover. (laughs) Right. And that's another bullshit they do. They always bait and switch. I hate it when the artist of the cover is not the artist of the book. I hate it when they do that. Yeah. It's like, I'm, and I I was like, I'm only buying it to hope so, you know, they don't cancel the damn. Oh, they're going to cancel. It's like, it's like, damn it. Now it will be. Yeah, it's like, damn it. I thought this was going to be cool. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, okay, I'm reading the book. If it's a lackluster book and it's not really that interested, I'm like, why should I care if they cancel it? I mean, it's, it's nice to have a Luke Cage book. But yeah. if it's just going to be another lackluster Luke Cage book, like, what's the point? Because honestly, the way the, the direction the story is going, I have no interest in what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, it's a like, damn shame. I was so, I was excited. I was like excited for this book. Yeah. You know, because uh, that other one, the by the guy who did the Samurai Jack shit, I I didn't like that either. <laughs> I know I, I like that one. I did like, you? I, it was it was weird, but I liked it because I could I could picture because the thing is that Samurai Jack guy he he's like a visual artist, you know, with that and his and his and his, and his Clone Wars thing. So when I was reading that comic, I was visualizing as the cartoon like he would do it. I'm just like like I saw it. I could see the thing right in front of me. I'm like, man, this thing would be fucking awesome if he did as a cartoon, you know, so I could see it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, didn't mind, I didn't mind the style. I'm talking about the storyline. Like, the, he, like, they take him out of the city. Yeah, you, you have a Luke Cage story where he, he leaves the city and goes on a jungle island and shit. And, yeah, the thing about it, that guy's <laughs> stories, I've never been really interested in his story. It's always been his visuals that just yeah. kind of get me. His story's always kind of like, all over the place. And like Samurai Jack, I never know what the fuck's going on with Samurai Jack. I just <laughs> like it, you know, because it's just some, some visual shit going on, you know. So yeah, that, that's that's all it was with Luke Cage. So I was loving it. I, now I wouldn't I wouldn't want to read a whole series of that shit. Just give me four issues like he did. Get in, get out, move on, yeah. do whatever the fuck else you want to do. So yeah, so that's yeah, why I was that, excited that, for this one. Yeah, but and, but that book was way better than with the shit we're getting now. Man. Well, at least it had style. You know, at least it had something that's going for it. This just another comic. That's all it is. Yeah. And we, we've seen this before. We've seen it with Luke Cage before. We've seen it with other characters before, you know. So, yeah. Uh, guess that's it. Is there anything else we got to talk about? Or? Yeah, I'm good. We're yeah, going to talk about weapons of mutant destruction, but I don't want to. <laughs> next time. We'll save that for next, next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get caught up and we'll read about that because I want to properly shit on this book how we need to <laughs> okay <laughs> all right uh, secret empire style yeah it's secret empire well because I, well, I, I want another book to shit on because secret empire we kind of beat that dead horse yeah. we the book sucks so let's move on to another book that sucks you know <laughs> i need a story to beat up on but yeah like i said everybody listening glad you're checking us out this is the comic book bullies this is leroy this is eli and we will talk to you later on now I don't know what life would be yeah. H-I-P, H-O-P Without the boy H-O-P Not only NYC, I'm hip-hop savior So after this flow, you might owe me a favor When kingdom come, you ready? When kingdom come, I'm ready When kingdom come, I'm ready right. Now everywhere I go, they like hope back about the corner
it's out your cul-de-sac. Where's Iceberg Slim? He was the coldest cat. Get your swag back, daddy. Where your focus at? Gotta admit a little bit, I was sick of rap. But despite that, the boy is back. And I'm so evolved. I'm so involved. I'm showing growth. I'm so in charge. I'm CEO and yeah, going God. I'm so indebted. I should have been dead and selling, blowing pop. This is knowing my heart. Now I'm so enlightened. I might glow in the dark. Hopping up in the office. You might know I'm as Clark. But just when you thought the whole world fell apart, I take off the blazer, loosen up the tie. Step aside, boo. Superman is alive. King New York, New York, not only NYC, I'm hip-hop savior, so after this flow, you might owe me a favor, when King will come, you ready, when King will come, uh-huh, not only NYC, I'm hip-hop savior, so after this flow, you might owe me a favor, here, hurry up, ho, when I'm out in the public, These niggas like it, you love it, you be it, you're of it, you breathe it, we need it, bring it back for the hustlers, Dust off the hammer, dance, can't touch this. Come on, play boys, bring your cars back out. Cause your boy Hove is back, you know them bras coming out. Got them dancing on the bank head, like they from bank head. Club Crystal, so they asked me what we drinking. I thought dudes with Mark was rude, okay. So I moved on to Dom and Crew Rose. And it's much bigger issues in the world, I know. But I first had to take care of the world, I know. I'm from the bottom, so I still feel it from the bottom. Underdog before my cake, still couldn't stop him. Flash Gordon, remember Cord, spark the light in the dark. Peter Park, Spider-Man, all I do is climb the charts. Uh. King New York, New York. Not only NYC, I'm hip-hop savior. So after this flow, you might owe me a favor. When King will come, you ready? When King will come. Uh-huh. Not only NYC, I'm hip-hop savior So after this flow, you might owe me a favor Just when they thought it was all over I put the whole world on my back and broad shoulders The four hover, who you know took over Tracks like that Guess what, New York, New York, we back And I ain't never been afraid of a drought Since I was 617 and getting money down south Bow to bow to Master P Ask the nigga Pimp C Ask my homie Bun B I run the streets, the streets don't run we Y'all run, we chill, still waters run deep I repeat, sing along with me I run the streets, the streets don't run we Ladies saying, where you been, Superman? With niggas spending 10 million in media on my hands The Bruce Wayne of the game, have no fear When you need me, just throw your rock signs in the air Yeah, King New York, New York Not only NYC, I'm hip-hop savior So after this flow, you might owe me a favor When King will come, you ready? When King will come, uh-huh Not only NYC, I'm hip-hop savior So after this flow, you might owe me a favor